Hello and welcome to the iGeeks blog show, an Apple exclusive podcast where we talk about teeny tiny, if possible, information about the Apple ecosystem. I'm your host Hashanki, and in this episode, we're going to be talking every possible rumor that I could find for you guys about WWDC 2023. Before that, don't forget to connect with us on our social media channels. I've added the links in the description, and if you want to connect with me, hit me up on Instagram, Hashanki with an extra I. So Apple has not yet announced its 2023 WWDC plans, but the 34th Worldwide Developers Conference is expected to take place in June, likely early in the month based on Apple's past WWDC plans. With COVID-19 no longer shutting down the travel, the 2023 WWDC event could be either an in-person component for the first time since 2019, whereas uh, 2020, 2021 and 2022 were held digitally. Though Apple did invite some developers to its campus for a viewing party of sorts last year. Now a part of me really wants to be in such a kind of viewing party someday in the future, but I think that's going to take years and years of journalism for me to achieve that. If an in-person event returns, it will likely be held at the Mac Energy Convention Center in San Jose, California, which is where Apple has held its past WWDC events. We're expecting a hybrid event where Apple continues to offer developers around the world a chance to interact with Apple engineers even when they are unable to attend it in person. WWDC tickets have historically been priced at $1600 for the in-person event, but WWDC has been free for developers for the past 3 years. So it is not clear will Apple return to charging more money considering how messed up the economy has been over the last few years or will it keep it free for all? With WWDC, Apple offers developers a first glimpse of the new iOS, iPadOS, macOS, watchOS, and tvOS updates, plus an opportunity to engage with Apple engineers through engineering sessions, one-on-one lab appointments, and the Apple Developer Forums. To kick off the Worldwide Developers Conference each year, Apple holds a keynote event to introduce new softwares and occasionally new hardware. We're expecting iOS 17, iPadOS 17, macOS 14, tvOS 17, and watchOS 10. Plus, rumors suggest that Apple will use the event to unveil the long-rumored AR VR headset. A little drum rolls in the background, please. Apple will stream the event on Apple.com, the Apple Developer app, the Apple Developer website, the Apple TV, and of course, YouTube. Talking about the hardware announcements. Now, see. WWDC has always been a predominantly software update event, right? Because that's what stands in the name. But time to time, Apple has managed to surprise us with a couple of hardware announcements, and who knows, twenty twenty three could be a similar year. Hardware is never a sure thing at WWDC, but in twenty twenty two, we saw the unveiling of MacBook Pro and MacBook Air. So in twenty twenty three, I'm a little, you know, under the impression that something stronger might come out. and that something stronger can be AR or the VR headset Apple will show off the long rumored AR VR headset at WWDC according to a hell lot of rumors a WWDC debut will give developers enough time to design apps and experiences for the device ahead of a launch date later this year the main features of this AR VR headset would be that it will contain both augmented and virtual reality capabilities with an option to switch modes with digital crown like control knob the external battery pack worn at the waist 
It will be lightweight, comfortable design with Apple Watch like band and a mesh against the face. It will also have options for prescription lenses, a 4K micro OLED display, and a powerful Apple silicon chip, the same as the chips used in the Mac. XROS operating system with dedicated App Store, unique FaceTime experience, and the option to run iPhone and iPad apps. Gesture-based control method with no physical controller. A dozen cameras that can read facial expressions, detect body movements, and map the surrounding areas. And of course, iris scanning for authentication. MacBook Pro. Apple is planning to introduce an updated version of the MacBook Pro with an Apple Silicon chip, and the machine could be introduced at WWDC. Now, we're not expecting notable changes to the MacBook Pro with the updates, mainly focused on transition to the Apple Silicon. Apple will, however, introduce iOS 17, iPadOS 17, macOS 14, tvOS 17, and watchOS 9 at WWDC. Previews will be provided to developers after the keynote event, so they can build apps that take advantage of the new features ahead of a full public launch. iOS 17 may be smaller in scale than most iOS updates, as Apple is planning to make a major change to the App Store, allowing for side-loading on devices sold in Europe. Now, this is due to a regulatory change enacted by the European Union and is expected to appear only to European iPhones. Still, allowing for side-loading requires a number of updates to the operating system and it is consuming some of the development effort that would normally be put into new features. Other iOS 17 features will include AR-VR headset integration and an upgraded CarPlay with full details on what might be coming available. According to Bloomberg's Mark Gurman, Apple engineers have been focusing more on the headset and its XROS operating system, giving less attention to iOS 17 and AppOS 17. For this reason, we can expect very few features that we saw in iOS 16, which brought significant design and functionality upgrades. With that being said, a predominant iOS 17 feature would be support for the mixed reality headset. Apple's AR-VR headset will function on its own when it will have its own app store but there will likely be some level of integration between the headset and the iPhone, even if it's limited to handoff. All of Apple's products integrate with one another in various ways, so we're expecting new headset-related features in iOS 17. Along with permitting third-party app stores because of the entire European thingy, Apple and iOS 17 could allow third-party browsers to use their own engines by eliminating the WebKit requirement. Right now, third-party browsers like Chrome and Firefox must be built with Apple's open-source browser engine WebKit on iOS devices per Apple's rules. But Europe's Digital Market Act prohibits Apple from forcing browsers to use WebKit. Apple can make these changes solely in Europe, and it is not clear if the WebKit requirement will be lifted worldwide or just for browser apps developed for use in Europe. Beta Limitations with iOS 16.4 and iPadOS 16.4, Apple changed the way that developer and public betas are installed on the iPhone and iPad. Profiles are no longer used to install the updates, with Apple instead requiring an Apple ID linked to a developer account or an account that's been signed up for the public beta. This move will prevent non-developers from being able to install the iOS 17 beta through a shared developer profile as every installation will be authenticated through an Apple ID associated with the developer account. iOS 17 will be previewed at the Worldwide Developers Conference in June 2023, and it will be available to developers later on. 
The Worldwide Developers Conference typically takes place during the first or the second week of June in 2022. WWDC was held from June 6 to June 10, and we're expecting a similar event timeline this year. Based on the June calendar, the weeks of June 5 to June 9 and June 12 to June 16 are both possibilities. And based on the last two years, Apple will pick that earlier timeline. Apple announced that WWDC 2021 dates at the end of March and WWDC 2022 dates at the beginning of April and WWDC 2022 dates at the beginning of April. So we don't have too long to wait to find out when this 2023 event is going to take place. However, let's take a quick recap at what went down in 2022 WWDC so that we can be more prepared for WWDC this year. iOS 16, the latest version of the iPhone's operating system focused on customizations, heavy customizations. It included an updated lock screen with selectable fonts and colors, Apple Watch style widgets, rotating photos, notification changes, activities like music playback. messages to allow editing undoing sense and marking messages unread share play was improved for an easier sharing with facetime and messages dictation blends with text and touch on the fly so that you could use any input at any time similarly live text expanded to video letting you pause in any time frame and interact or grab text from the video macbook air and macbook pro 13 for the first time in ages apple redesigned the a and with m2 chip in mind still an aluminum unibody but uniformly thin and the new colors the macs have returned leaving the two thunderbolt ports available and it retained an audio jack thanks to the improved gpu and the m2 and a focus on the performance per watt apple said that air delivered the same battery life and better performance mac os ventura came up Windows management with grouping improved in Stage Manager, which also include drag and drop multitasking, better spotlight searching, etc., etc. WatchOS 9 showed up, with new watch faces on the way and more diverse calendars, ability to pin apps at the top of the dock, new banner notifications, and support for podcasts for kids. iPadOS 16 too had quite a few impressive updates, mostly similar to the iOS 16 updates, and a few. M1 based iPad updates such as increasing the display's pixel density to fit more on the screen and using the virtual memory. Now macOS 14 will probably launch during WWDC 2023 in June, right? Here are the features that I really wanted to have. Desktop widgets. Apple discontinued dashboard with the release of macOS Catalina, which allowed users to add widgets to their Mac desktops. This feature made a lot of sense on the company's desktop line since people typically have abundant free space to insert these optional handy pieces of data on the large screens. With iPhones and iPads recent operating system adopting support for home screen widgets, it would make sense for Apple to finally implement this addition on the macOS 14. With iPhones and iPads recent operating systems adopting support for home screen widgets, it would make sense for Apple to finally implement this addition on macOS 14. Right now, Users must navigate to the notification center to view the widgets they've added. A simplified execution would allow users to pin the notification center to the right side of the desktop for early to timely information. iPhone and Macs are the bestest of the best friends. Copy on iOS, paste on macOS. Start a pages document on your Mac and edit it while commuting to your iPhone. Despite this, they will still have unresolved problems, particularly in the miscommunications department. 
when I'm working on my Mac, I typically have an iPhone right next to it. And notification monitoring would definitely simply make my workflow easier. Party mode. Apple boasts about its device working seamlessly with one another, which we can't deny. The company arguably has the tightest ecosystem in the mobile and the computer fields. You can unlock your Mac with the Apple Watch. Use your iPhone as a webcam. Sign Mac documents using your iPad and Apple Pencil and much more. However, one feature that I would really like to see on macOS 14 and the respective Apple operating systems is the party mode. Simply put, party mode will play the same audio through all of your device's speakers in a synced manner. You can blast a playlist with minimum dependencies on dedicated speakers, at least in a small house party context. You can already pair home pods and have them play the same music simultaneously, so potential macOS 14 change would only expand it to cover Macs. These are the two features that I really want the new macOS to have. And I'm equally curious about what this OS is going to be named. If you guys have more rumors or updates about it, do let us know by connecting with us on our social media channels. We're available everywhere as iGeeks blog. And if you want this information in written format, check out our app. It has all of this and a lot of other how-to guides for you exclusively on the app. I'm going to take off, but I'll see you guys next week with more exciting content, hopefully testing a device or a confirmation date. So don't forget to tune into the iGeeks blog show. This is Hrishanki signing off. Sayonara.